This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Hi. Uh, so, beer goggles. Let's talk about that. Uh, right. Do you believe that beer goggles are a real thing? Uh, sure, 100%. Okay. Yeah. How would you define beer goggles? Uh, <clears throat> defining beer goggles. <laughs> The concept of beer goggles or the beer Today goggles? we're talking about drunken it, mistakes. That's pretty much it. Is, it. is it the concept of beer goggles or the beer goggles themselves? Because there really are no beer goggles themselves. It's a, it's a, it's a concept. A it's, it's a state of mind. It's an idea. It's a, uh, it's a feeling. It's an excuse. It's an erection uh, right there. Huh? Oh, my God. Okay, so no definition given by danger. <laughs> Actually, that was my... <laughs> Um, so it's the whole idea that, uh, alcohol will make ugly people more attractive to you. Yes. So, uh, you, and that's how you end up with a, in the wolf trap, right? I mean, you have to chew your own arm off because a broad's laying on your arm in the morning. You're like, I'd rather chew my own arm off than it's my sister. wake what's, up this broad. What's my sister doing here? Yeah. So anyway, a new study found that beer goggles might just be a dang myth. Previous studies have had volunteers look at random photos and rate how attractive people were, right? And those studies did find that we see people as hotter if we've had a few drinks. But the new study added another wrinkle to that. <laughs> Don't. Uh, this time, it was closer to the actual experience of being a single person at the bar. Yep. Volunteers were told they'd be meeting the people in the photos. For some reason, that made a difference. Being sober or drunk didn't matter. They rated people's looks the same either way. Oh. However, the study did find that liquid courage be a real thing. <laughs> after rating the photos, volunteers were asked to pick the people they wanted to meet in person. And after a few drinks, they were almost twice as likely to choose the ones that they thought were the hottest. Right. So pre if they weren't drinking, they'd be like, oh, I'm going to go for the mid-range people. But after a few drinks, they're like, why not? I'll talk to that girl. I wonder if it has uh, beer goggles or how I met your mother. Gather around, kids. I uh, wonder if it has to do with, uh, and I'm and I'm getting into the minutia here, but like the asymmetry of a of a face, the ideal face, or the your idea of the of the perfect. Well, you're, ta you're talking about the golden ratio. The golden ratio. Yeah. I believe. I believe. Uh, I'm not familiar with a golden ratio. Okay. But I am willing to learn. <laughs> um, so it's basically about, yeah, the symmetry of people's face. So it's um, the, as far as it pertains to beauty. Uh-huh. Um, a visually balanced face is approximately 1.618 times longer than it is wide. Ah. The distance from the top of the nose to the center of the lips should be around 1.618 times the distance from the center of the lips to the chin. I think that's what Madonna said when she went into the doctor. She said, give me the... Give me the Golden ratio. Okay, sure. And then they peed on it. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh. I think the closer uh, a person is to the golden ratio, apparently the hotter uh, they are. The golden ratio. So it's like you, you <clears throat> alcohol uh, just breaks things down to the basics. You know, eat, drink, hump. Did you listen to what I said in the story? Yeah, totally. I'm giving you my definition of it. I'm telling you what I think. 
Well, but this was that it doesn't necessarily make people more attractive. It will just give you the balls to talk to the people you think are the most attractive. Yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. That's uh, yeah, I, yeah. No, I don't. I don't really agree with that. But, anyways. <laughs> well, you don't have to. I know. That's why you asked my opinion. <laughs> don't ask my opinion if you don't like it. <clears throat> I don't think beer goggles are a real thing either. I mean, if oh, I do. If you're, but if you're. I think it's more to do with liquid courage. If you're going out and you're trying, you're looking to get laid. Yeah. Right. And and maybe you lower your standards a bit at bar time. Right. But right. it's just because you don't care that other people, that maybe your buddies would be judging who you sleep with. Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <clears throat> All right. I think it's just bad decision making. You can't really blame it on beer goggles. <laughs> I think it's a combination of, of alcohol and getting closer to bar time. And uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. You're little, that little devil on your shoulder. Just, mm-hmm. you know, or the angel, the devil wins usually. Don't go home with that girl. She's got one leg. And then the devil's over there. What do you so, have against one-legged people? I don't have anything. Just, I'm just telling you what the voices I hear. <laughs> and Why then, does it sound like Columbo? And then it, it, <laughs> It wasn't like it. One thing I want to get down to before we um, have make love is uh, when, when did you notice the leg was missing? At what point in your life did you notice uh, there was going to be some limping? The hell? No, then you're out. just standing there then all he... frozen in the middle of the bars. Kind of trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Pulling a Mitch McConnell yeah. while the angel and the devil are talking on your shoulders. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, then the alcohol passes through and everything goes back to normal. I don't know, dude. Beer goggles. I don't know. I have experienced the beer goggles. We all have experienced the beer goggles. Don't you? Don't yeah. you back to think back to your single days? Yeah, dude. Uh, I would rather not. Talk Ooh, about it. good for you. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, I don't think beer goggles ever go away. I don't think the concept of beer goggles ever goes away. You know, yeah. I think it makes you more flirty, more, uh, more fun. Uh, yeah. Well, it's but, the lowering of inhibitions, right? That's, that's why I, they call it social l- lubrication. That's what I think it Get is. Get it all up in there. Beer goggles. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. <laughs> Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. I like that song. I don't want to hear the Juan version. Yeah. Uh, Juan is the loneliest Latino. Oh, this is sad. I like the strings on that. Um, all right, so uh, we've talked about the self-checkout kiosks for a lot of different reasons, and this is not one I saw coming. Apparently, self-checkout kiosks are making us lonelier. Is, I knew. There's like a condition. It's like uh, there's not enough things wrong with me. I think I'll add. I think I'll just pile on and blame the kiosk. I never leave the house. What could it be? 
I think the kiosk. It must be the must be the kiosk. Can't be that I don't have no social skills. I hate people. It's gotta be the kiosk. What is Oh man. So new trends show that the number of cashiers nationwide is set to drop by ten percent. All because of the rise in popularity of the self checkout kiosk. Some believe it's making us lonelier. Tony Antonucci, a professor of psychology at the University of Michigan, says that a warm, low-stakes relationships, like between cashiers and repeat customers, yeah, yeah, yeah. are critical in maintaining social well-being. <laughs> <laughs> your bartender. Oh, yeah, dude. Is Yeah, it's like your friend, your, your therapist. Mm-hmm. It's like your support animal. I know, it's so weird, isn't it? Well, your bartender. You know, it's like they, everybody knows my name. Right. The, well, I would put your bartender above the checkout person. I think I've only had the same checkout person twice in my life. You know, like, right. usually it's a different person every time you go to the checkout. Um, well, I know which, like, when I go to the Walmart here, I know which ones are slow and I avoid, actually. So it goes both ways. Yeah. I know the one it takes, she, like, takes forever. Yeah. And she'll be, she's the one out there that nobody wants to go to. She's out there like, oh, my aisle's open. I'm like, yeah, I'll be over here. Oh, see now. Gotta I'd, go buy some batteries. Bye. I'd be like, oh, she feels rejected. Uh. So um, the checkout person is supposedly someone in your life that makes you feel important and human. Oh, for cry yay. If you're seeking that kind of validation from the person that's checking out your groceries, I don't know what to tell you. But I mean, I get being from a smaller town's probably. I could see it then. Sure, absolutely. If you're going to the same grocery store and right. the same people are always there, well, da, 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 da. Well, that I understand. Yeah, I love the self checkout, and then the same person doesn't ask you the same <laughs> stupid question. Yeah. You know, every time something like that, but I don't know, dude. Well, I don't know either. And then you, and then if you don't answer, you're rude. Whatever. I don't know, dude. I'll just go whatever's line is empty. And then people are like, well, it's taking jobs. But also I'm like, well, yeah, but we seem to have a hard time filling jobs anyway. Mm -hmm. Right? So which is it? I don't know. I don't mind the self-checkouts. I'm fine with them. I know some people hate them. Sly hates them. And I was like, well, I don't know, dude. You can deal with change or change deals with you. Yeah, I mean. They're d- not going anywhere. I mean, how deep can that conversation get with a with a cashier while she, they're bagging your, I mean, do you need to, <laughs> dude, I do, don't need, know. do they need to ask you if it's hot out? I mean, do you need, do you need to hear that? Right. You staying cool? No, I'm out there standing, frying in the sun. I, I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Well, uh, now I prefer mm-hmm. the self checkout, like the one at McDonald's. Sometimes doesn't seem to work; freezes up on me. Yeah. So that's that. I never use that, that makes it worse. I mean, in that case, I'd rather have human interaction. So you just get it done the first time, because usually uh, you got to have somebody come over and help you with it. But maybe it's just my dumb luck. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. Hold on. I'm goes both ways. I think, too, it depends on... Doesn't, what... it, doesn't it, instead of you feeling good about yourself, depend on how many items you have and how fast you want to get out of the store? Well, I don't know that... I don't think your items have anything to do with it. It's that, like, it's a low-stake relationship, right? <laughs> so, like... <laughs> <A low> st- <laughs> 
Uh, like, look, look, we're not dating or anything, but can I get a price check on the underwear? I mean, you know, is that personal? I mean, don't read too much into this. Uh, God, we are weird. Uh, people are weird. And I suppose, I, I mean, I understand how, where how, this lady's uh, coming from. How many times but... you go to Walmart, you're falling in love with your cashier? Uh, and that's where I think if you if you're doing Walmart, that's a different story than if you're shopping at a small right right grocery store every day. Sure, you know what I mean. Fair enough. And like right, I don't know. I used to have regular gas station people, but I don't have those right. anymore. I, I guess it's a, a thing if you're treated well by somebody, and you're like, oh my god, somebody actually took two seconds yeah to say hello and how are you. That yeah. never happens anymore. So I guess I guess you remember that interaction. But, uh, man, to call, call it a low stakes, would you call it? Low stakes relationship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, low stake relationship. And I think, too, like. It's like, I don't, it's like you saying, you know, I like you, but I don't like you enough. I want to hang out after you get off your shift. Well, that is <laughs> what it's yeah, saying. I know. You're like, let's keep it low. Yeah. Let's just keep it. I'll, I'll just see you once a week because uh, I don't know if I like you enough. I mean. <laughs> <clears throat> it's kind of kind of a weird thing to call it. But like the relationship between, you know, us and our bartenders, that's a low stakes relationship. For sure. Like I go oh, I I a... go into Badger Tavern on days that I know Holly's working. Right. You know. So does I go into Brothers Three when I well, know Sierra's gonna be there. It's a it's a matter of uh uh with listeners and us, if that's what you're comparing it to, that's just a matter of kind of chance. Uh, you know, we. Yeah, some listeners I make a point to hang out with, but they ask, and I'm like, Psh, I'll have a beer with you. Oh, yeah, totally. You no, know, I'm talking about my bartender. That's like a. I'm like, what's after? What's between a friend and a low stake friend? Is there a listener? Is there? Is it like a, a, a twice a year? I mean, if you're going to go have a beer with somebody, that's a little more than a low stakes friend relationship right you're not having a beer with your checkout person <laughs> unless they say at the checkout they're like hey i grabbed a 12 pack when nobody was looking out of the out of the off the truck you want to meet me out back oh uh, that is so weird yeah we're complicated being <laughs> i guess is it just like a thing where people are look just enjoy little bright spots you know mm -hmm. it's, it's like there's not enough bright spots out there maybe and all of a sudden it's like you meet somebody cheerful i mean i get i, I get where the psychologist is coming from because yeah. you know you and i we have a very social career uh, we are constantly interacting with people constantly mm -hmm. there are people that are not that way. They're working from home. They're doing Zoom meetings. So there might even be days where they don't have Zoom meetings. So, like, they aren't talking to anybody, right. really talking to anybody all day. So going to the grocery store and having that interaction sure. with that one person, sure. that might be the only human contact they have you, that day. You have a moment right. that, that carries you to the next day. And so all of a sudden that's gone. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're like, wow, I could go. If I died and two weeks later, nobody would notice except for work. Right. I could, you know. Yeah, true that. So. <clears throat> I, I guess as you get older, maybe. I feel like that's a, for an older crowd. Sure. Like, sure. 
don't know. <clears throat> I know. Every time I go to self checkout, though, usually some gets screwed up. I'm always like, I'm not shocked at all. And I, uh, I'm a magnet for crazy people too that are looking for uh, <laughs> human <are>. interaction. <laughs> I swear to God. I was. Uh, I, hey, I'll tell you a funny story. I was at the mobile over off by the Princeton Club out there by Adler's. Yeah. Uh, I'm at the car pumping gas, and a guy starts walking towards me with blood coming out of his head. Oh, good. <laughs> Dad? You know, the, so the two Madison Metro buses park in yeah. front of the mobiles, and then they get out and they go get a sandwich or a coffee or whatever. A guy gets off the bus. I'm pumping gas. I'm standing there. La-da-da. Not a care in the world. Here comes a guy off the bus. Right. He's there's blood dripping down his head. Yeah. And he starts walking towards my car, and I'm like, "Why? Like, why did I get the white interior?" And I'm like, "Should I act as crazy as this guy's about to act? Maybe I'll scare well, him that's off." That's our yeah. And he came over and asked for money. Blood coming out. I'm like, "Dude, are you all right?" I'm like, "There's a there's a towel here." <laughs> I didn't give. I guess I could have given him money for a band aid or something. I don't know. And uh, he wa- he walked out of the store. I jumped in the car, drove away as fast as I could. Like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm not going to deal with this guy. No. i got enough stuff to do. I wonder why he approached you. Because <laughs> I was between the idiot between the store and, oh, the, and the bus. You were the one, yeah. I'm, I was the one. and Because, uh, <clears throat> so, like, you're a taller dude. I would. I feel like people usually try to approach the, the meeker, smaller people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I make friends even when I don't want to. It's great. And I, I and I, you know, I was going to ask him about his bloody head, and I'm like, no, nope. don't get involved. You had a little voice. You just say, you just hey, say, don't get involved. <laughs> it would, it would turn into, would turn into a 20 minute story, and all of a sudden, uh, I would be his best friend. And I just, you know, I just sometimes I have to say no. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I I'm not generally a douchebag, but it's no. like I can't. I'm not a nurse. I'm not a doctor. Right. Go in there. They can probably help you, and they probably have seen this before. Pot them off onto the gas station employee. It's unbelievable, dude. I was not there because it's all self checkout. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody there. Uh, self checkout. But that's even like. Oh, that reminded me. I was gonna say it's that's like the tolls, which I owe. I need to pay my tolls. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. The toll booths don't have people at them anymore. Right. So you just got to run the toll, and then the right. government catches well, up with you eventually. I think we're getting to the point where it's only self-checkout. Yeah. Like Walmart, they have a, they're going to the, uh, there's like three people at registers, and then there's one person watching five self-checkouts. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the future. So yeah. get get used to being lonely. I guess I don't. Yeah. Know, I don't know what to tell you. <sighs> they're not, yeah. I mean that 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 one on one relationship building customer service thing is uh is a long gone concept oh yeah yep let it go dude that's going away and do you really want it at walmart do you really want that at mcdonald's you know i i guess that's why when you go to quick trip and they go see you next time it brings a little joy to your heart right you know because we're we're losing it yeah and uh uh it's it's nice i don't need it i i guess they have to say it uh God, it's hard figuring out what makes you happy in life. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some days I don't want to talk to people. Right. At the end of a day, I generally don't want to talk to people. Yes. Like this early, I'm good to go. Right. Totally.
I'm I'm the same way, 100%. And then sometimes I just need to sit in quiet. I just need quiet and nothing happening. Yeah. And it recharges. And it's not that I don't like people or don't want to talk to people. That's not right. it. Sometimes I just can't. Right. Well, they're, 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 uh, don't tell the people looking for low-stake friends, but uh, you're losing your friends because they're trying to increase profit margin. Right. So that's... T- <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, dude. It's fine. It's Okay, so uh, Edward... Ed Martinez. Ed Martinez. He tagged me in a post on Facebook, and he said, play the damn Juan song. Oh, so do you have it? I do. Right, let's have it. I do. It's a great one. Juan is the loneliest Latino that you'll ever know. can be as sad as one he's the loneliest latino and his name is one jose's the second loneliest you'll ever see it would be great if those two could ever meet then one wouldn't be so lonely and jose would have a homie Latino that you ever know. Bueno. I don't know who you are. <laughs> it's Juan. <laughs> I don't know why that even exists or who asked for it or why it was made. It exists because there's National Juan and National, National Jose Day or the Juan same and day. Jose, right. Which we were approaching. It's September 13th. So, so don't forget about Juan. <laughs> right. Think about exactly. Juan. Think about Juan. <laughs> We thought uploading to the cloud uh, was something completely different. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, JJO. I want to know what love is. <laughs> I want you to show me. Oh, he's taking out his penis. Oh. 30-year-old guy, Rashad McGriff, he got arrested in Vero Beach, Florida on Tuesday. He attacked his ex-girlfriend because she was making fun of his tiny junk. Oh, Oh, no, Daddy. Daddy. I saw you on the news, and I want to pinch your tiny wiener. She's 42, so that's 12 years older than good old Rashad here. They have three kids together, so I guess even though his junk is supposedly tiny, it works. She sued him multiple times for not paying child support. Sounds like a real stable situation here. Now, from what I can gather, uh, she was trying to, it appears anyway, intentionally wind Rashad up. She texted him on Monday. And it was a text of another dude's junk. Maybe he's good with his tongue and fingers. Can we focus on the story? I am. Small penis guy. Maybe he's good with his fingers. They're they're not together. Oh, anymore. Oh, I thought they were still together. Anyway, it sounds like she was trying to wind him up because she texted him a picture of another guy's junk. Oh, and was all like, "Your wiener's smaller than this dude's." And instead of texting her back, he waited till she fell asleep and showed up at her house. Body shaming. I would like to see the penis. Yeah, me too. 
Um, she uh, was attacked. Cops got there. She had a bloody nose. She told them that he grabbed her by the neck and punched her in the face. He Jesus. was already gone by them, but should, they tracked him down. Should televise that and sell tickets to it. He's facing battery and burglary charges, and now the whole damn internet knows he's got a small wiener. Oh, so, buddy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. How big of a wiener do you need? Sounds like he wrote it out, though. I mean, he got the job done. Well, yeah. I mean, don't don't even well pay your child support, and mm-hmm. clearly she's a bitch. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're yeah, and it can't be too tiny because you were riding it. Exactly. So what are you talking about, lady? Um, it doesn't really excuse him at all, though, for coming over to her house. You need to just block those people's numbers. You need to just block their numbers, and if they need to get a hold of you, they can friggin' email you, and that way it's just a lot easier to ignore them. Why are you engaging with her anyway? Yeah. Making fun of your junk. Doesn't sound like somebody you want to hang out with. Um, all right, uh, let's talk about work. Um, now, there's many people out there, most people, that work a lot harder than we do. Um, but one thing I could say, our job is never boring. It's fairly exciting. New study found that 46% of Americans are bored at work for at least three days in the work week. Well, yeah. Or they get their work done and they're like, ah, porn. Um, 90% of the people who are bored and who have college degrees said they did not see this coming. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, <Uh-oh. laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> 71% of people say they are happy with their current role, but just 35% of people say they enjoy their work. 13% admit to being unsatisfied. Yeah, it's hard. The main problem... Uh, seems to be that jobs become monotonous. 71% of right. workers who have been in the same role for two years say that their job feels too routine. And that's a problem because most Americans want to like their job. Well, maybe it's a mind shift or mindset change, too, that'll help, you know, figure out something you do like about it. Right. How yeah. many, what, what's, what's the percentage of people that were uh, unhappy with it? Um, well, a new study found that 46% of Americans are bored at work. Yeah, bored at work. 13% okay. are unhappy. Yeah. Unsatisfied. Yeah, being bored is, I think, different than being unsatisfied for sure. <clears throat> but I wonder if you, like, you get your work done early and you just bum around for the rest of the day. Sure. But, I, I mean, <clears throat> looking busy. When your boss shows up, gotta look busy. <laughs> Very busy typing. Uh, do you, when, at what stage of the shift do you get bored sitting here? I mean, nine o'clock, probably. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock for you. Yeah. We, but we could put it on autopilot and just work a three hour shift. <laughs> I, I usually I try to do other stuff in the nine hours, so I'm not just sitting here staring at you, making bad choices. Yeah. Um, what about you? Uh, I do I get bored sitting here? No. There's always something to do. Yeah. There's so it's not something to do. I'm always fiddling around on the internet web or something like that. Yeah. Uh, do I get bored? No. No, because there's. It's not like you can work ahead on this job. So we're. Right. I, I don't. I think that seems to be the 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 thing people get stuck in. 
Yeah. People get their work done or a project done, and then you're just like, what am I doing here? I don't know. Here, I got to worry about the next hit. Got to worry about the segue and, and putting the post and getting the information out. Making sure you know what time to show up at the thing that we're promoting. You're super worried about it, too. <laughs> super. I mean, my God, the thought that goes into all of it is just mind-blowing, really. How much thinking, that's a better question, how much thinking actually goes into your job? Oh, don't make me, don't make me answer that. That is, that is something. I had a, I had a uh, who sent me this? Johnny, hang on a minute. Let me find it. Self-checkout. But dude, self-checkout's better for when you're buying lube and rubbers. Oh, are we still embarrassed about that stuff? Grow up. Yeah, that's a weird one. That's a weird one to be worried about. They had to have a checkout line where you, um, a self-checkout line, and then a line, and then a regular cashier, and then somebody that likes to do small talk. You could hire somebody to actually. Oh, my God. So, so you like at the yeah. end of the grocery store, you have one aisle for small talk. Check out and small talk. That was, I saw a post on Reddit, an Uber driver. <laughs> I'd be great at that. Had what kind of ride do you want? You're right. supposed to tell him. And there was one where he like tells you what restaurants to pick in the area. Sure. There was one where Boom. he like had history about the right. area. There was one where he shut the hell up. There, you know, like, so you could pick what kind of ride you had. I like that for the so, checkout. Be so like, check you want to talk? Go to here. Look, aisle eight is the is the small talk guy. Yeah. You go down, take your items down there and talk to him for small talk. Yeah. This is a no talk line. We're just right. going to get, because most people can't do both. 15 items, asshole. 15 items and no talking. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be down there. Say you're a customer. and you, uh, Say I'm working a small talk. Uh, uh, you're the, you're, ca- you're checking out. Yeah, I'm the cashier small talk right, specialist. Okay. So I'm like, hi, good morning. Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you? It's good that I see you in here the other day. You that bright, smiley face. Yeah, yeah. Where are you from? Uh, I'm from down south. Down south? How far down south do you go? The deep south. I'm <laughs> deep actually south. from hell. Are you a Cajun? Are you a Cajun? <laughs> are you a, ever heard of those Miami Dolphins? Oh, yeah. Do you have any pets? Oh, Dan Marino. Do you have any pets? <laughs> Let me tell you about my cats. Oh, no. My cats are a little crazy. One's a little too young. The other one's too old to play. Oh, they're popping all over the place. No, they're crazy, I, these I, cats. I, I walked out. <laughs> Come back! <laughs> you know, I'm long gone. I think there's there's got to be a difference between people that want to shop and... and, and uh, I'm not sure doing both is uh, exclusive. It's it's almost it almost goes against the grain mm-hmm. to do both at the same time, don't you think? You, yeah. You're like you're focused. You're in. You want to get out. You're you're being held hostage by the small talk person. <laughs> yes. Uh, but in this case, we could we could have somebody there paid mm-hmm. to give you small talk. Yeah, because I mean, there are people that want that Wait, for sure. You're from Mount Horeb? Is that that place with the roundabouts? That's oh, crazy. You get lost down there. Oh my god. Oh, dude, I could small talk you all damn day. Yeah, I know. And the person behind me be like, I'd like some small talk. Can I jump in there? <laughs> yeah, it's the slowest moving line. <laughs> oh. oh, pull up uh, a chair. Pull up a chair. That, that, that might drive me in absolutely insane, actually. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 94.1 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D, 
Nowhere but JJO.